Hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Round Podcast. I am your host, Dimitri Nicoletzos, and this is your other host, Lynn. Just Lynn. Just Lynn. Uh, so, this is the second episode of the First Round Podcast, and this week's topic is camping. But before we get to that, what are you drinking today? Uh, I'm drinking today Cream War Spring Premium Lager, and you? I'm drinking Stella Artois, which and I think means Star of Artois. And I don't know what Artois means, but... Does the Stella mean star? star? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. In what language? Star. In uh, Latin, possibly. Possibly <laughs> Latin. You don't even know what it is. But possibly Latin, because it could also be French, but... Anyway. It's a, well, it's a, it's a Belgian beer. What do they speak? They speak French. Okay, it could be French. Yeah. Stella sounds French. It's Artois. A, it's a pretty smooth beer. It's pretty good. I love Stella. Stella's one of my favorite beers. Creamer's actually pretty good, too. But I had tell, tell us about Creamore, since not everyone knows about Creamore, but probably uh, everyone knows about Stella. It's a uh, lager local to on. Dare I'm gonna ruin this. It's gonna be something else, and people are gonna yell at me. It's from Barry. I feel Creamore. Is it? Yeah. All right, you got it. It's from Barry, local beer. Very good. Very light. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Which cool. like what? Cool. Cool. All right, let's go back <laughs> and talk. So. Uh, two weeks ago, Lynn went camping with his family, and uh, so Lynn, we haven't talked about that yet because we're mm-hmm. like, let's save it for the podcast and not use all the creative juices already. So you start. How was it? Because I actually it was uh, it was a mixed bag. So we're here in Toronto, and the place that we went camping is provincial park called Arrowhead, about I would say two hundred kilometers north of here, just at the steps of Algonquin. What's that in hours? I'm really bad with keeping An hour? So I don't drive. <laughs> I say two hours if you're going at a decent 100 kilometers an hour. Two hours? Oh, you know, it's two hours from Keswick. Oh, from, yeah, from Keswick or even Toronto. Two hours. Let's say two hours. All right, fine, whatever. It's far, farish. Yeah, it's not too far, but it's far, farish. And it's right out of Huntsville and right from the steps of Algonquin. So you've got a lot of the scenery. You're just at the edge of the Canadian Shield. Uh, you know what the Canadian Shield is? Uh, I learned that in geography and I forgot it promptly after. <laughs> it's pretty much all the rocky outcropping of um, the geographical feature of Canada. So if you go north of here, everything south rock. of it, yeah, it's pretty much topsoil over here where we are. But is there oil? <laughs> I don't know. No, that's all. But over there, yeah, it's all granite and a thin, no, 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 no. a very thin layer of topsoil. Top, like not even topsoil, just soil in general. You can't really grow anything. <laughs> it's not anything. even top, it's just soil. No. And yeah, the only thing that really grows there is some carnivorous and not really many fruit-bearing trees. How long did you go for? Uh, we went for two nights. That's pretty short. Yeah, two nights. We had two, two small kids. So when we, when we uh, initially went there, <laughs> oh, we got uh, more people joining our podcast. Excellent. So yeah, when we went there, we went on a, I think it was Sunday. Do you remember? Remember what? <laughs> I believe it was a Sunday because it wasn't really busy. Because going up to to Arrowhead usually requires. It was a Sunday because yeah, we took Sunday. off Monday and Tuesday yeah. from work. So it was Sunday, Monday night, Tuesday. Yeah. And the drive up there is usually horrendous if you go on any day that isn't the. Yeah, if you go on a Friday or Saturday, it's terrible because everyone's going up there. We It's a two-hour drive. We went on a Sunday night, brought our two children there, and I think we left at 10 o'clock. I hadn't eaten. We got there about 2 o'clock-ish, probably hung out at the, the service center for an hour, chilling out with 
Um, the group that we were with, there was two other families, and we kind of met up in Barrie before we took off to the rest of the way to Arrowhead. And I was kind of on a sugar low. I was hungry. It was starting to get a little bit into the meal time ish at like five o'clock, where I decided, hey, I'm gonna cook some steak. Wait, where were you? I was. Uh, we were. We were already set up the campsite. Okay. So everyone was. I thought you're still on the road, and you're just like time. I, I, I probably jumped like on your like right. exhaust. Not the exhaust. I, I'm not a car person. I'm like, oh, you're not the exhaust. <laughs> I mean the whatever car thing under the hood that's hot. The muffler. What? Right under the hood. Oh shit! No. <laughs> yeah, we know. Call, we call it the engine. We know all, probably the engine block. Yeah, we know so much about cars, manly girl. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, you're on the campsite. Set up the tents and everything. They're pretty easy. You snap into place. We set up a picnic shelter. Put all our equipment up. Our our camping things, and I think it took a while because I think I was doing it myself, possibly. Yeah, so all that was there, and we had our. I decided to cook steak that night because we bought these big, huge, juicy steaks from Costco. T bone? Yeah, no. Strip loin. Strip loin? Strip loin? Yeah. I love strip loin. Strip loin's my favorite. Bought six of them, super thick. Really excited, and I thought it was going to be awesome. But. My wife wouldn't let me set it up on the table because we kind of did not prepare properly. We didn't want the, how you call, blood all over the table. So I decide, okay, I'll go walk off into the woods. Did you not have like a tray? <laughs> that we did not come as prepared as we should have been. always <laughs> come prepared. We were the more senior people in camping with experience, but we were Senior in age or senior in, <laughs> senior in experience. All right. But we just made every single new mistake uh, that era. So the first mistake we did, I did, was I decided to prepare these steaks out in the woods. And I got those newspapers, like the Arrowhead newspapers they give you. It's about, I don't know, three feet by three feet. And I used that as my prepper, you know, preparation tray. I set the meat in its styrofoam packaging on the tray. And it's, I'm, I'm salting and peppering it and I'm cutting them in halves because we're not going to eat a whole steak each of us. Why not? Because we're not pigs, I suppose. We're trying to ration things out because we only bought six of them, right? Six, how many? Like 12 ounce, 14 ounce? I don't know. Six about the size of my hand stacked up in three. So that's about much. If you can picture that. I only work with glasses. <laughs> that's about, I would say, 30 ounces. I could be completely wrong. I don't know what an ounce is. Out, yeah. <laughs> 16 ounces is a pound. Yeah. It was, it, they're pretty, Costco steaks, just Google Costco steaks. They're pretty big. Go to Costco, look up the steaks. I don't have a membership. Get a membership, walk in, <laughs> I don't go, go check it out. I'm not a family. I'm a single person. You can still walk into the Costco and then check it out. You don't, just as long as you don't buy it, you can, I, that's what you should do this weekend. Go to Costco, no, check I'm not it out. <laughs> I'm not wasting my weekend to go to Costco just to look at their steaks. No, thank you. Continue. So I was preparing everything there and in my confused state of, malnourishment i decide to pick up the steaks by the newspaper that have been soaking in the blood i like dude do they walk in along in the forest and i sort of tripped on a root and the paper just split oh no and the steaks just flipped 
all over the ground. Oh, and they were, okay. Is the, uh, <laughs> is the ground like grassy or sandy? Muddy. Oh, like yeah. dirty. It was oh. like I picked it up and I'm swearing. I started swearing and the people started running over. It's like, what's wrong? It's like, <laughs> you I chopped her leg off? I dropped my steak. Oh my so, god. My girlfriend yells at me all the time because whenever I drop food, I like yell in like horror and uh, she thinks I like chop my arm off. She's like, what the hell happened with that? I'm like, I dropped my donut. And she's like, don't yell like that. And I'm just like, it's important. Like, food is important. Anyways, I don't know how you feel. That, 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 I would probably scream my head off. It hurt so bad. It hurt a lot. <laughs> just just think about it. It really is embarrassing. So the stakes are all over the ground. I assume you washed them off. Well, here's the thing. We were thinking, okay, we'll go wash them off. But that's not what you should do. I mean... <laughs> I think that is what you're supposed to do. But continue. The way we washed it was also a very new mistake. Because they have these little... little Pumps? Yeah. Yeah. Those, the little stoop, I can little, too. little faucets. Yeah. You're not supposed to wash anything there. No food stuff there. Yeah, those aren't drinkable water. Not even that they're drinkable, but you can attract animals, especially bears. Especially if you have the meat. In the meat. In the Unless you have anyway. a pail in which you can do it into the pail. Yeah, which leads us to our other mistakes. I'm we didn't bring a basin to For wash, wash, dishes. wash the dishes. New mistake. Big new mistake. <laughs> new mistake. <laughs> Terrible mistake. Yeah, so we had to use our little tiny dish to do all that. But anyway, that was that was the mistake. We lost the steak. It was like, you I, just I them? Like, there's nothing we could do with them. Oh, that's great. Wait, isn't well, it, was there a washroom? There was. These washrooms weren't good. They were yeah, like hole in the ground washrooms. Okay, because oh, okay. I'm not washing this. Okay, okay, okay. Because there's something depending on the place. Some of them have yeah. like you know electricity yeah. and stuff in in the washrooms, and you can like not not within walking distance. Okay, even then you're not you're still not supposed to wash food there so just a just a a, a tip to, all right to uh, all the the would-be campers so i inspected the meat and i think i decided that there, there's just like little bits of rock that we just couldn't get it all out just we could have spent all the evening so that sucks made the the choice to get rid of it very sad very sad that sucks i love steak steak at camping is my favorite like yeah. I've, I've told you this story before i've probably told a couple people but the way i love doing steaks at camping is on the hot coals mm. so like usually not for dinner but for like a late night snack what you're doing is like you're you have a big campfire you're watching it all night you're relaxing and then near the end of the night it's sort of just these hot burning coals no flame it's just like burning red coals the embers yeah yeah and then all you do is you get a steak, you season it both sides, and you throw it right on the coals. It's clean because it's all wood, and it's burning really? so hot that everything there is just it's singed off. It's it's yeah, yeah. So it's so hot, nothing is gonna like mess with your steak there. So you do it on each side. I like my steaks rare, so you only need like I'd say a minute and a half on those hot coals. They're really hot, so I'd be like a minute and a half each. Flip, flip, scrape off the coals. And then you're good to go. You put it on a tray, which you should bring. <laughs> cut them up, and then you just eat them like that. Wow! That's and it's it's one of the best things. It's so good. That's I love it. That's like memories from childhood, good times. I should uh, remember to try that. What what I was aiming just don't for. Drop it. <laughs> I bought. I got like a. I brought like a cast iron skillet, and I had the Coleman. What what are those things called? The stove tops. Yeah. Cranked up to high, and I was gonna propane, just propane, and propane yeah. accessories. Exactly. Wait, you got one? Yeah, like yeah. I brought that. Tiny propane gills. Yeah, one, one of those um, 
30, mm-hmm. I don't know how many Oh, ounces. okay. Those are good. Yeah, those are great for candy. Propane. Yeah, crank that up and I was going to heat oh, it butane. up two minutes. Butane. It's propane. This uh, one. Okay. Butane, protein, please. But uh, the whole physics aspect of it <laughs> failed. So <laughs> luckily, the people that we went, the, the so-called noobs, ended up bringing tons of foods because that, that was their first time. They were prepared. They were prepared. <laughs> All right. So prepared. was there anything else noteworthy from that trip? I know there's one thing, but is there anything else besides we get to that story? Uh, no. Apart from that, it was just, uh, it was, you know. All right. Let's food, go. Fail. Meat and potatoes. I've. I've never used that saying before. I don't know why I decided to be like, let's get into the meat and potato talk, things. Talking about steak. Maybe, I don't know. Anyways, actually, maybe I heard it in a song recently. Anyways, go on. So, yeah, the, the other, should I go on to uh, F up number two? Yeah, of course. Oh, right. This is the only other one, right? The, on, the only other one. Yeah, I want to hear I this. Like, I, I, I've heard it briefly. Uh, okay, so. We saved it for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> there is in Arrowhead, a nice lake. It's probably less than a kilometer wide, a kilometer wide of the small lake um, in radius. And then there is a canoe rental place along the lake too. So they had canoes and paddle boards and little kayaks and everything. I've been canoeing before, pretty simple. I've never been, what was that, paddleboard? Paddleboard. So is it like when there's like a, Floatable board and you stand on it. Yeah, you stand on it. And then what do you do? How, what what happened? What do you? What are you supposed to do? I'll tell you what you don't do. Okay. Well, first. <clears throat> what well, you're supposed to paddle. You're supposed to get onto the board. Legs are about, or your feet are about shoulder width apart, and you have this big paddle, and you you paddle and you move around, and that's fun, I suppose. Are you supposed to? Are you? Is the boat pulling you, or you just move yourself? Oh, you just no, no, it's, it's a paddle. Oh, so you're just standing, and then you're. Yeah, you're paddling, you're rowing, oh, okay. standing on this surfboard-like thing. I have so little experience with water-type sports because I don't. I've never had like I was never by a lake with people who knew had boats because you yeah. know like tubing and stuff like that. I'm like that looks fun. I have nobody who could who has that stuff, so I'm uh, just like it's depressing. But I've been tubing, that's fun too. But going on to this, <laughs> going on to this right, story. So we're trying this. My friend and I, we swam across the lake, going towards the canoe rental place. I rented the canoe, he rented the paddleboard, and we canoed back to where we originally came from. And he was, <laughs> which is the other from? side of, which, yeah. Paddle Toronto. back to oh, uh, Toronto. Lake Ontario. No, we paddled back to where we jumped in the water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home, mom. <laughs> we were there and he was showing me, oh yeah, this is easy and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a yeah, try. I do that. So the thing you need to know about me is I wear glasses. Usually. You wore I wear glasses. I, I wore glasses to the trip and I was swimming with them and it's all fine. They stayed on my head, except I decided to go on the paddleboard, and I, at first I was on my knees and I'll paddling around. I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty. I was going fast. I was probably going out at least a hundred kilometers an hour. I was like, <laughs> I was ripping it. Oh, I was ripping it. Oh, so you're, really, oh, you're doing that on your knees. On my knees. I was like, everyone, because I was like, oh, Lane, you're so fast. I'm like, yeah, I'm fast. I'm like, cool. And I could get my confidence up. And, and then I, you're like, time to stand. I, I, yeah, time to stand to show me going fast standing, right? And the thing about paddleboard is not supposed to lean over, but the paddle we had is really short, so I had to lean uh, over. And for the audience over there, Lynn's about like six, two, three, whatever. Six you? something. Six. <laughs> six, six, three. You don't want to give too right? much info away, or else people yeah. are be like, okay, 
Lin Jerf. You were not in the first podcast. <laughs> so anyway, I get up on there and I, I, I'm standing on the paddleboard and I'm feeling triumphant. I'm like, hey, take a picture of me. And I fall into the water. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. Did you actually say take a picture yeah, of me? Yeah, to my wife who's on the shore. I, I'm probably, I don't know, a thousand kilometers. I felt very far away. I'm far away, wow. right in the middle of the lake. Wow. Are you this, this one kilometer gotcha. radius yeah. lake. I was in the middle, pretty far away. Everyone looks kind of small. I tell her to take a picture and I fall in the water. But my... <laughs> Did you say the trip was 200 kilometers away? Yeah, 200. <laughs> so it's, it's five times further than the distance from the, your house. You were there. So I get up and yeah, my glasses are still on. So I'm... That was cool. Oh, wait, so you fell down to your glasses? Yeah, I fell down the first time. It was on. Oh, I didn't That know gave that. me more confidence. So like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try this again. This I go up, and this time I actually get moving standing up. But for some reason, I hit awake, and I go down, and I come back up, and I wipe my face, and there's no glasses. I'm like, shoot. And how deep was this water? 20 feet, probably 30. I don't know. I could not touch the ground it was it was it was pretty it was like thousands of meters oh and uh, at that point i just start screaming no and my friend comes like oh what's wrong are you drowning like no i lost my glass a lot of screaming from you (laughs) people are probably like what the fuck happened i know so we were we i ended up spending the next hour on my knees on the paddleboard looking rowing around looking at the water i'm looking at how clear was the water could you see no i can see nothing but i'm there delusional (laughs) thinking oh there it is but every single reflection yeah clouds like you'll be able to find your glasses without your sight it was great it was probably i was thinking in my mind oh maybe maybe something happens or maybe it flew so then it was like a pair of Glasses, so your glasses are, they're gone. They're gone. You're, you're getting their new one shipped, right? Yeah, they're shipped now. So at least my wife was able to drive. <laughs> but the odd thing is when we are driving, I asked her, oh, could you see that sign? Tell me when you can start reading that sign. And her eyes are probably maybe 20 feet better than mine. So not much Not much better. <laughs> And that and was the scariest car trip ever. She doesn't drive much, does she? she doesn't, you you drive a lot. Yeah, but. that was the furthest trip she's driven, and I was backseat driving the so whole time. So what was better, yours, your no glasses sight with your driving experience, or her 20 feet better driving sight? Let me just say experience. we got intimate with the rumble strip too many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I know why they put the rumble strip there. It's usually to... Tell people to tell people that stay on the road. We're on the wrong side. I actually yeah. have a similar experience. When I was in Greece in two thousand and five, I was like very young. Um, yeah, I was really young, and we were in one of the rivers near my uh, my father's village, and we were just like you know chilling in the river. It was nice. We were in a swim trunk. It was a hot day, and so what happened was my dad's standing. Me and my brother are like probably. 10, 12, around that age, and we decided, let's tackle dad. We were just like, oh, let's, let's tackle, why not? So he's just standing there in the water, the nice way relaxing. How going. big is your dad and how big were you? Um, my dad was my dad's side and I was a 10 <laughs> year old size. Whenever, okay. whenever you're 10, 12, you're tiny, but there's two of us. Hmm. So, and he's not paying attention. So he's just drinking his beer in the river and we just decided to tackle him down and we do so. And he falls down, but he recovers. And he has his beer in his hand. It did not spill because obviously 
uh, keeping your beer afloat is the most important thing. So he gets up, he's like, what the happened? And then he realizes his glasses were gone. And then we're like, oh no. So everybody starts looking, because unlike your which was like 20, 30 feet. This, this is a river, it's like maybe one feet deep, oh. but there's a current, so it swept it away. So we spent a little time looking at it, but we couldn't find it. Not find it. And now we have a story where uh, he lost his glasses, but saved his beer, so. What <laughs> that's important. How did that affect your trip any, in any way? Was it, was it like my situation where I couldn't drive? Uh, no, my mom can drive perfectly fine. So she probably uh, was, oh, but it was, maybe it did affect because it was in Greece and the car that we rented was stick only and my mom couldn't drive stick, my dad could. So maybe it did. What? A lot of gear stripping. Gear stripping? Why <laughs> <laughs> I said something naughty? Um, maybe. No. I was just like, I, I, I told you, we already discussed I can't do cars. <laughs> I'm just like, gear stripping, what's that mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my, oh, that was the Greece story, that was the camping story. I've got a fair amount of camping stories because I've been going since I was in my mama's womb, uh, usually about once or twice a year, once a year since I was in there. and. What? What's your favorite part about camping? Like part of the experience? Favorite part about camping? Oh. Oh. Like, we're in like the tech industry. We love our computers and our stuff like that and our technology. But there's just something about being in nature and relaxing like the fresh air, like no responsibilities, you know, have a beer, sit near a fire. It's really nice, and I don't know, I always enjoyed it, and it's something I did since I was, like, one, so it's, like, I grew up with it. Uh, yeah, I really like camping. I want to go back again, but I need to plan it a bit better, but, because, yeah, but I'll, I'll go back soon. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's definitely the same thing, where you go out into the wilderness, and you're bathed in the Milky Way in the middle of the night. That's just, like, something you don't see here. You, look, you see stars. You see some stars. You can't see there. stars in Toronto. You just look up and it's the whole sky is yeah. just completely filled with Like lying on, a, long, lying on a bench at night looking up. It's, it's nice. It's amazing. It's good times. That and also half of it is like experimenting with food cooking. No! <laughs> it no. is. I, I know, no. I don't experiment. I know what I, I go in with a plan. I cook good stuff. I, I don't trust your experimentation. I, I, I guess part of Okay, there's two parts. One of them is trying to cook amazing food with the limited um, equipment that you have. It doesn't have to be limited. If you come prepared, you can do so much good things. Well, you don't have your full kitchen there. You don't have your stove. Okay, you, don't you don't have, but, but you don't have a countertop. You don't have a sink. You don't have a, you don't, you don't have a lot of things. Well, you if you don't have a sink, you should bring a bucket. <laughs> and if you don't have a counter, you should, bring, you should bring a platter. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You're you're getting out of your comfort zone where yes. every day in the kitchen you have all these things. So you go out. It's a little more rustic. In, yeah. <laughs> a little more rustic. That's the, half the fun of it is doing something that you don't do every single day. And part of it is also sometimes even experimenting. Maybe you try and cook with a different method. Maybe you foil that steak instead of grilling it on the... My... <laughs> I, I don't Mmm. I don't and there yeah okay until you drop the steak I guess you can't really go wrong with the food yeah it's just it's good you feel like a caveman that's what I'm trying is, to say it is caveman yeah. you get that the chicken we, wings on the we always used to go like camping at it we went like a electrical site uh, but we only use it for like a toaster for toast in the morning. We didn't use it for in a radio. Oh, fancy yeah we were in like comfort camping but not like we always had tents 
uh, and we always had well air mattress because you know sleeping on the floor is stupid. If if you're gonna, I'm not doing. I'm not saying use a camper. You know the whole like trailer hitch. What's mm. it called? That's bullshit. That's not camping. If you're inside of that thing, I don't count that camping. <laughs> but if you're in a tent at least, that's camping. And if you're cooking your food with like propane and stuff, that's camping. I don't know. That's kind of strong words. It's, I, I know. It's, but it's, you get the comfort and you get a little best of both worlds. And if you prepare right, it's it's perfect. And I that's how we like to do it. Uh, what was I going to say? Story time. I've got a couple from camping. Let's see which one I should go first. How about the one I was set on fire? That was probably a good right. Tell us how you got set on fire, Jimmy. So, it was camping. Yes. Uh, I was pretty young, and it was night. How young? I don't remember. There's Two, one. three? Okay, not that young. Like, anywhere Little from... Little baby Dimitri set no. on fire? No, no baby Dimitri set on fire. No, uh, I was probably... Um, anyways, doesn't matter. Eight to 14. Actually, eight to 12. Um... So, let's see. Okay, it was night. I had like a flannel pajamas on. Um, you know, you know, like check yeah, plaid flannel yeah, pajamas, red checkered stuff. Exactly. So I had those on, and it was night. So my parents were sitting on um one of those two chair camper things where you know the like the fold out ones, mm-hmm. and I was just sort of standing behind them, uh, and we we're all talking, relaxing. It's night, pitch black, and. I'm like, oh, I feel a mosquito bite. So I try to slap my leg and then I'm like, oh, I feel it again. So I keep slapping my leg. I'm like, oh, what's this stupid mosquito? And then I look and my pants are burnt up all the way, like halfway up my uh, knee, almost to my knee. And I'm like, what the hell happened? It was the spiral, you know, the spiral mosquito repellents, the green ones that are like, okay. There's, anyways, there's like a lot of people know. There's little spiral green uh, mosquito repellents, and my uh, flannel pajamas caught on that, oh. and it burned the whole pants up. I didn't, me didn't get burnt, but like my pants were a whole thing. I was like, what the hell? Did happened? you take off your pants? No, it that? stopped. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it wow. stopped. I, I think the slapping, me thinking it's a mosquito, <laughs> put out the whatever fire it was. So, yeah, that was uh, camping experience number one. So, don't bring flammable pajamas. Camping. Yep, that's no. You bring it, just don't stand near fire. Well, that's the point. Oh of yeah, camping. okay. Well, setting your fire. Do it with. You be careful. Uh, I don't know. For what was the what's the next story? I got hit by a boat on land when I was on my bike. Oh, there's two bike stories. Okay, I'll I'll continue this off. So, what happened was, I was just biking along the side of the path when I was camping and. I was on my bike and this car was driving with its uh, boat hitched behind it. Um, so I was driving past it and he cut really close to me and he hit my handlebar with like the boat hit my handlebar was passing by and I spun to the ground and like wiped out on the like pebble road. And then I look back and this guy just drives away. He doesn't even stop. I'm like, this guy just hit me with a car wow. with a boat on a car and I go spiral into the ground. And this was all was pretty young. So I was like, tiny two, fragile. Two, three. Not that young. Why is it always two, two, three? Right. I don't remember. You gotta be specific. <laughs> Lynn, I don't remember anything from one and two, three. Okay. Nothing at all. We'll go with five. Right. I probably don't remember. Lynn Dimitri riding his bike and hit my boat. And other bike story was, 
I was probably much older. Not two, three, probably like... 21, 23. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's older than I am now. Jeez. Wow. What? <laughs> You're 19? Oh, no, I'm not that. No, I'm at the upper end of that. Okay. Anyways, so I was uh, probably about 14. Strapping young lad. Yeah. Yes. I don't think anybody have 14 strapping, but um, when you said you're older, okay, sorry, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> continue. I apologize. So my dad had like uh, my bike was sort of like uh, I didn't have one. I think I broke it at the time, or it was not really good. And my dad sort of got a new bike or borrowed it from somebody for the camper because we always bring the bikes along. And it was like cool as the taller bike. I grew a little taller around that time, so I'm like, oh, I want to use the. The, the big bike, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a new bike. Like, it's not a new bike. It's an old bike, somebody else's. But I was like, I want to try it. So I started riding it around. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. tall enough for me. That's good. So I'm riding the bike around. And then one near, we're getting to an area where it's like sort of a downwards incline. So um, it's going a little fast. Now I'm picking up speed. I'm picking up speed. And I'm just like, I'm going too fast. And I'm like getting a little scared because this bike's a little too tall for me. I don't completely touch the ground. So I'm like, I don't have good control of this. So I start pressing the brakes. The back brakes don't work. I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, the back brakes don't work. So then I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So I pull the front brakes and I fly over the handlebars and land. Beautiful. And that was not fun. Did you hurt yourself? Yeah, well, I, it didn't break anything, but that Did was you not cry? Bad. Were you crying? Actually, sorry, I lied. That I didn't flip over the handlebars. I ran into a spiky bush because oh. there was a spiky bush near the end, That's and I good. just no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That hurt break your fall, right? No, you could have landed on a rock. I imagine something. going like pretty quickly off, into a spiky bush. Off a cliff. That sucked. <laughs> anyway, I'm pitching cartoon scenarios where you going no. Anyways, yeah, ran into the spiking bush, that sucked, and a different story, over the handlebars. Most importantly, did you survive or did you die? <laughs> this is a ghost <laughs> land. Okay. I'm co- a ghost coding for us. <laughs> yeah, the only other, only other story I have is really, a, I don't even know why I want to tell it. It's like stupidity if you hear this. <laughs> You can you know how it works. You have to. You can't be like, oh, I have this story. It's so stupid, but I won't <laughs> tell you. Okay, we're about twenty or something. I don't know how old I was. I was in my twenties, and we went camping. So I was in my twenty-ish. So I would say twenty. You were twenty, so how old was I? You weren't even born yet. <laughs> okay, I was born just like. Yeah, you were probably in two or three. <laughs> <laughs> the two or three you talking about? Nah, not that bad. Yes, we went camping up in the, I think it was Airhead, probably Airhead, possibly Airhead. Airhead? I've never been there. Kill Bear! Airhead. Represent Kill Bear. So, there was about 10 Cambodian families. <laughs> Why is there so many Cambodian families in Airhead? Because my, my cousin organized it okay, and you invited everyone. Okay, you organized it. I thought you just like no, happened no, to go there and like, man, it's a Cambodian no. hotspot over here. <laughs> it was crazy, all these Cambodian people there. Their crazy songs and names, but we went there. <laughs> songs and dance. And apparently, one of the Cambodian folk, I guess, food is marijuana soup. So l- let me let me tell you what it consists of. It consists of one part marijuanas, one part, and one part chickens put together in a broth to make a soup concoction. Okay, it's obviously not a one to one ratio. Yes, but those are the two ingredients okay. that I know of. I'm pretty sure there's possibly okay. some. There's, okay, there's it's not only one. Okay, it's, it's weed and chicken. Weed, yeah, it's weedy chicken. So weedy chicken, yeah. There is a pot of weedy chicken, which is a Cambodian staple. I have no idea where how they got 
that, I don't know what. Is Cambodia stable? Do they just like do they grow that in Cambodia? Just yeah, it, it grows around like weeds there. That's why it's what? called weed because it grows like a weed there, and right. it's not something people partake in. But it nobody does. smokes it, but they eat. Yeah, yeah, they'll cut it off and put it in there. No brownies, just chicken. No brownies. All right. Chicken soup mm, offered to us young. It's like, hey, try this. this oh, so you were, you, you were 20 at this time. Yeah, okay, something. So you're having. It's myself, my brother, my girly cousin, my. <laughs> my girly cousin. My other guy cousin, I think my girly cousin's husband, possibly her fiance at the time, my other girly cousin. So I, I think. Your girl, your female. Us, yeah. Your woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six of us all together. And I don't know which one took in the marijuana stew but i was one of them i did not inhale but i drank it and we decided did you high off the like the, the i don't know i did not heat. feel it but my brother started screaming that he was fbi <laughs> <laughs> but for another yeah so we decided at probably 11 o'clock at night time all right sorry continue yeah 11 o'clock at night time we decided to go on a hike and i believe it was during bear season. So, so you had a we your were weed chicken and then you were like chicken hike time. Hike time. Completely dark. And I think I gave the idea that, hey, let's go without flashlights. Obviously. Because that would make it so much more fun. You always like it. Make it fun, Lynn. And everyone's like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> what were they no. for? Stupid. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's go. With the fuck my, my female cousin, she loves horror movies and she loves to be scared and she loves all that weird stuff. So she's like, she's all into, oh, let's go, let's go. No flashlight, not cool. So we go walking into the forest at 12 o'clock, completely dark, could not see anything. And my brother starts tripping balls. He starts going, ah! Start freaking up. Start freaking up. I'm like, what's your problem? And he just starts, I'm trying to- Did he start swinging? Yeah, I was like, I'm meffing high. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm down. meffing high. Just calm down. We're too far out from the camp to, for you to walk by yourself. Please come back. We're probably, I don't know, like 200 meters away. But <laughs> you don't let a person walk there. Yeah. We went off into the forest and there's all crazy stuff. If you can imagine a path through the forest and there's like tall grass there, there could be like Pokemon or bears or some shit. <laughs> not hanging Pokemon there. or bears? Yeah, we're going over there. Every time we're going there, we hear like noises like, brr, brr. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is that? What the hell is that? We stop. <laughs> I don't know what, but I love that, that noise. It such a, like, and everyone just stops. And then, that noise again. And then my, the biggest guy in the group, he's like 250 pounds, seven feet tall. He just starts taking off running. He leaves the girls behind. This is the smart person. <laughs> no, I grabbed him. I was like, no, you're not supposed to run. He'll, he'll chase you and then he'll come and grab me. And nah, I'm, like, I'm booking it. I'm just like, let them have, get you them can't, You could have tripped on a root or something. These so guys decided to go without a flashlight. We, we had a plan. The plan is if we came across any bears, we stay in our ground and make noise, and the biggest guy in the group decides to run. So you were, he ran. We, I grabbed him and brought him back, but it turned out that was just my cousin's stomach? fiance. <laughs> yeah, my stomach, my cousin's fiance messing with us. Oh, she was messing with Oh, no, okay. no, yeah, he was just going to I was like, oh. And my, my brother truly believed it was a bear. To this day, did you? <laughs> to this day. He's like, it was a bear. No, I, I heard that noise. Like, that doesn't sound natural. It's like some weird animal, some Digimon or but something. But he's high. So to this day, for him. To this day, if I told him that was 
that was my that was Sean that was making the noise. Not this Sean. <laughs> Sean that was making this noise. It was no bullshit. It was a fucking bear. I knew <laughs> it. I saw it. Does, no. he, does he tell his friends like I survived a bear? I don't know what he tells. Why didn't do that accent? But he was like I survived yeah, a bear. Yeah, my, my brother's kind of like that. So we <laughs> we ended up walking over there around the river. And I don't know how we did it. It was the free, every single step we just got freakier and freakier. It was like, it was worse than Blair Witch Project. And we just, I don't, dark and seeing shapes and everything. Uh, and no one brought a flashlight. I don't, and it mess. was bear season. Bear season. And we're all See, dumb for I doing this in the first place. I, I don't mess with spooky shit. I'm yeah, just like, I'm like, as hell. I am, a, I am scared as hell. I'm like, oh, you guys want to go to the forest at night? No, no. it was. Spooky. I'm the type of friend is like some people will do things that I like I don't want to do. I'll just say no. And then and people we, are like, let's go in the forest. Uh, I'm like, no, I'll, I'll stay here. We kept on riling each other up. Every step we'd be like, look at that tree. That tree has bear scratches. Only a bear would scratch that tree. <laughs> Only a bear. Look at it. We can't see it. We're just like, ah, totally. Oh shit, we should care about. I don't know how to go back. So we're sort of lost. Probably right. in a little bit of trouble. Alright, Lynn. Yes. Remind me never get <laughs> high with you in the forest at night. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah, I would say that was a dumb mistake. So we kept on never. going and somehow we made it to the main road, but we got it into our heads that said, oh, we can't be seen by the rangers or they'll throw us in jail or something. <laughs> so you're 20, you're 20, not like 14, because that's like 12, 10 year old Dimitri reaction. Yeah. <laughs> so we're walking along the road and every time there's a car with a flash, like the lights on, uh, just, like, we jump into the bushes and we'd be like hiding like we're in Vietnam or something, <laughs> hiding from <laughs> Viet Cong. See, this oh is God, Charlie uh, on the bushes. <laughs> this is what I'm imagining. I'm imagining it's dark. Uh, this, a, little, a bunch of little Cambodian kids, not even little, a bunch of like 20 year old Cambodians hiding behind a bush as soon as a car comes in, they start walking and they see another, they just hide, they jump under a bush that, and hide. You know, that's like, exactly what happened. I'm just like third person perspective viewing you guys as kids hiding from these cars. Kept on jumping into the bushes and I'm pretty sure half of us were easily spotted. Is this in Toronto? No, this okay. is in Arrowhead. Oh. Bears in Toronto. I mean like not Toronto, like in uh, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was in Ontario. We were like, we're gonna get caught. Hi. And then we ended up in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Okay, because if you guys are all like, oh crap, we're gonna get caught really high by these rangers, I'd understand that, but you're just Oh, like, we never thought of that. We just, you thought, just thought they were just getting reasons. The rangers are gonna put you in jail. Reasons. We don't know why. We're not in America, we they're not cops, we're fine. So yeah, we're doing our our POW running around the, the <laughs> main roads, jumping into the bushes every time there's a headlight coming on. We're really stupid. Eventually we got to the actual park station. We're like, oh shit, we gotta make it past this park station. Oh There's rangers God. everywhere. It's all well lit. How are we gonna do this? And we're like totally like- So you're hiding in the shadows only? Yes, we were hiding only in the shadows, on our bellies. What's that crawling? What's that thing called? Lion crone, scooting from one thing. It's like, okay, I think it's clear. And we jump from shadow to shadow and then we finally yeah, just fucking high kids. Oh, yeah, no. we were that far, and then we see. I think the ranger station near it was like a garbage dump, but we heard there were bears there. We're like, oh shit, we gotta avoid the ranger station and the garbage truck. We gotta go through the forest now. So we're doing jump. We're doing our POW oh, thing, yeah. jumping through. We finally made it. Our POW thing, guys. And then the rest of the way, we just we, we finally 
got you know what this reminds me of this thing this reminds me of like South Park, like South Park or South Park games where these kids are just like, if you ever play the South Park game, it's like, it's real life, but they're all in their own like sort of imaginary world. So they're like, uh, anyway, so I just imagine you guys having your own little like RPG fantasy, like gotta escape the lights and then just like South Park and it's, it's the weed. mental image is amazing. It made sense at oh. the time. It made sense at the time. But yeah, how much weed was in that chicken? Uh, one part to one part. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a one to one. I don't know. But yeah, I was going to go over the history of camping, but instead I came how I hide I in the dark. No I think that's maybe a better story than history camping. History camping is pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. Those are camping stories. Anyway, Anything uh, else you want to add to the mix? Our sponsor. No, we want a sponsor. <laughs> our sponsor is. Uh, if we could get sponsored by Stella Artois, I would be the happiest boy <laughs> ever. It's just like I'm sponsored to talk and I get beer. Mm. Please, Stella, hit me up. Oh, that sounds like, please Stella, hit me up. Please call me back. Stella. Stella. All right. Well, I guess that concludes our podcast episode yeah. two. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode two. If you made it this far in, well, I, I commend you for getting this far. Uh, we'll be back in maybe a week, maybe two weeks, depending on, you know, timing. But uh We'll talk about something else during then. And thank you to our audience who showed up. Who gave the laugh track for us. We didn't have to make our own. Uh, anyways, yeah, we'll come back with another topic and hopefully it'll be interesting. So, peace. Peace. <laughs>